Welcome to this episode of The Roboticist. My guest this week is Dr. Janetta McCalla, who is the CEO of Zyrobotics, a company that is focused on using technology to level the playing field for children. Welcome. 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 So, so thanks for being here. Um, you are running an interesting company. You've got a long history in a whole bunch of different industries, um, and your background academically is in math and electrical engineering and all that good stuff. Tell me about Zyrobotics, what it's trying to accomplish, and, and how you ended up there. We are interested in introducing STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math, to young kids from pre-K up to, say, middle school. And the reason why we're interested in that is because STEM occupations are the wave of the future. That's where all of the jobs and all of the uh, opportunity will be, especially in the idea of what's happening in terms of robotics and in terms of AI and in terms of machine learning. It will be the creators and the people who are comfortable with STEM technology that will have a good positioning. And so, what we have done is using AI tools and e-learning games are engaging kids to learn STEM concepts at an early age. Uh, our main uh, user are parents and teachers who are interested in introducing STEM to kids. So how, does, how do you typically get involved with your customers? Um, the, and I'm talking about the educators and the parents rather than the kids. Do they find you through their schools? Um, how, how does that work? Twofold. One, through internet, through, uh, we have a direct marketing uh, arm, and also one-on-one -on -one in terms of with the school approach. Our focus right now is on the pre-K and elementary schools. So we introduce, we, you know, show our products. They're uniquely positioned to engage kids. And usually if kids are there, they sell our product because they like it. Uh, we are using the whole concept of gamification and to engage the kids and we use the concept of AI in order to make it easier for the provider, either that's the teacher or the parent, to use our product. So okay. that's how we introduce it. So you're a teacher and you've got a group of kids who are bouncing off the walls all the time and you're looking for some way to engage them in this topic. There are a lot of different options out there. So, so is the is the pitch that you make to them basically hey kids love playing these games and this is what really engages them well we believe that learning is multimodal some kids learn by seeing some kids learn by touching some kids learn by doing and so our approach is not just apps but a physical component uh, we have e-board books we have a robot we have a plushed animal that you beat on that talks to our tablet. And so it becomes like a, a total uh, environment. And it's designed so that the teacher does not have to be an expert in order to use our products, but that the kids learn some really important concepts in law with STEM. So 
you know, it's, there's a whole concept of about doing by playing, learning by playing. And we basically have taken that to the next level. That's excellent. I, I'm a lot further along than third grade and I still only learn by playing. So. <laughs> Well, most engineers do. I mean, we'll say, go play with it. We do that all the time. But folks who are not comfortable with, with technology are afraid to play, you know, and that's a concept that we need to, 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 to propagate so that the kids, that whole concept of playing is extended to the math and science, not just to, you know, outdoors and sports or music or those kind of that is fantastic. So if you have um, a teacher or a parent uh, or educator who's deciding for an entire school um, and they're trying to figure out what, what should I do? What's the most important thing I should know? So based on your years of experience and the work you've done across multiple organizations, what piece of advice would you give somebody who's just trying to get into this, maybe considering your product or something similar for their classroom uh, or trying to get their kids involved in STEM in the first place? Well, um, there's several things. One, what they should do is introduce STEM early and introduce STEM often. One of the misconceptions is that, oh, okay, we want to do STEM, and so they don't start until they're sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. And so what happens is kids from environments where you know, technology is used very often and they're comfortable with it, have a tremendous advantage over kids who don't. Whereas if you start at the beginning, no kid has an advantage. And therefore, if you do it in the pre-K and K, introduce it in, you know, in a, in a little environment, then by the time they get to sixth and seventh grade, they're comfortable with it. Um, and that is what I would suggest. Start at the beginning. Don't wait until the end. And there are a lot of products, at least our product, will allow parents and teachers who are not comfortable with the idea because they can look at it and say, hey, you don't need a, to be a rocket science to use this, and you don't need to be a rocket science to support what the kids need to do. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I would suggest. Fantastic. Um, I just want to go back real quickly and talk about something that we talked about before we started the actual interview, which is we talked about technology as the great equalizer. It's the opportunity for kids, no matter what resources they have at home, to be able to learn and grow into these fields that are going to be very successful down the line. Um, so that's a huge issue, right? There's, there's not enough technical talent, first of all. Um, and access to the tools that enable you to learn this is, you know, spotty. It's not consistent across the population. So, um, you know, how do you um, find the best way to leverage that? Is this something where anybody can get a hold of it and use it? Um, or do you specifically target districts where you're like, oh, okay, those poor kids are not going to have computers at home or iPads in their backpack. What are the ways that we can get this in the right places? Well, our, we started in the accessible technology area. Mm -hmm. And so our, our apps are designed so that they can be used on a phone, which now has become ubiquitous. Everybody has a phone. Um, also, our apps are adjustable. They adapt. So they either get easier or they get harder. Um, and you can take in and out of the background. You can basically customize our apps for 
kids. Um, and our apps are designed to seem to be a game, which I don't care where you're from, kids love games. They play wherever they can. So one of the things we do is by doing this, we make it so kids will self-teach and will want to run our our apps or want to put it on their cell phone or want to play whatever. And since we provide board books, they want to read the books. And since we provide a plushed animal, they want to play with the animal. And since we provide a robot that, as one 13-year-old said, oh, it's really cute. Girls and boys like to play with it. So our idea is to make it inclusive and to make it so it's is of interest to kids from all kinds of socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, and our apps are also accessible, so that means kids that have learning disabilities also can use them. Um, that's basically why our basic is freedom through technology. Our idea is to make use technology to make the learning concept easier for all kinds of kids. That is fantastic. Okay, so if somebody wants to learn more about you and your company, where should they go? They can go to zarobotics.com. Um, we have several coding sites. We have free apps that they can get off of Google Play or app off of uh, iTunes. Uh, one that's good is codingwithtommy.com, which is a set of uh, which is a coding app with a series of challenges and games. Ours is not just learning block and code, but it's learning how to play a game that uses block and code. Um, and they can see we also have a blog site, but you can get all of that from uh, zyrobotics.com. All right, that is fantastic. Thank you very much for appearing. It's been a great conversation. I wish you the best. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of The Roboticist. If you'd like to see more episodes, visit us at www.jaquette.com podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about how machine learning and artificial intelligence can help you create competitive advantage for your organization, visit us at www.jaquette.com AI. Thanks.